This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Three o'clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Gwynn and Chris told you guys before we went to break that Lauren Gardner show off base was at 3 p.m. I just received a text from her. She says it's 4 o'clock. So... Four, Four o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Yes, yeah, so one o'clock. All right, so time. one so. o'clock out here to watch Lauren Gardner. Indeed. Uh, we got they a... They should update their website then. <laughs> Maybe they should. Yeah, no kidding, man. We were taking it right from the... We MLBnetwork.com. We were. We did. We were. But, so, you know, we, did our, we did our, sometimes our due diligence. Yeah, sometimes it's better to go straight to the source. So that's yeah, what I we did. I guess so. Um, got a daily gambit. Headed your way. Uh, we didn't really take any bets yesterday, we, did we? No, no, just no. Kinda, we just talked yeah, about why didn't all the we have any made. bets yesterday? I didn't have anything to root for or against last well, night. Well, because there was nothing going on last was night. Was the host of the Daily Gambit asleep at the, the wheel? No, asleep at the wheel no. yesterday. I just didn't feel like any of those bets were presentable. Oh, I look see. at you! He didn't say they said they weren't presentable. Yeah, Listen how about you. that? I just, I, I'm sorry. I know that we can do hockey betting, but hockey betting is not fun to me. I'm no, just, yeah, it's no, not I, agree. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I watched some of the uh, 76ers and Clippers last night. Joel Embiid, come on! I mean, 41 points and and just about all of them on jump shots. That yeah. that little, I mean, he's already seven feet tall, right, Tony? And then he leans back, so there's absolutely no way he can block it. And you're right. It doesn't even hit the side of the net no. on the way down. No, it's it's right in the middle every time. What Randy Moss say? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, straight homie. cash. It's a, he's got an amazing touch, and we shouldn't. We haven't talked enough about Jokic on Denver. Oh my! Gosh. I mean, this guy last night: thirty-six points, twelve rebounds, ten assists. I guess I, I think I saw last night. It's his sixth thirty-point triple double this year. Will Chamberlain. When you start getting into that category, you know you're doing something. Will Chamberlain holds the record for most 30-point triple-doubles in one season. No, with seven. Oh, seven. And Jokic already has six. I mean, this guy could end up winning a third consecutive MVP award considering Denver has the best record in the West. My voter fatigue uh, theory is going to be really tested this year in the NBA. Yeah, especially with with Jokic because no with Jokic or or Donkic with, with Jokic yeah it's going to be tested because he's won the last two right yeah uh, can he win again can he win again yeah I mean he's having another you know historical season but Donkic uh, Doncic uh, with Dallas has been absolutely amazing there's so many guys real frankly I mean look at the there was four games last night. The Raptors. Who are the Raptors? I don't know, but they They're have a dinosaur. Van, they had Van Vliet scored thirty nine points last night. Van Vliet, the hoop. 
Drew Holiday put up 37 for Milwaukee, and you know that they have Giannis. I mean, the Spurs won last night. Some guy named Johnson, I don't even know who he is, 36 points, 11 rebounds. Dame Lillard, 44 points last night in a loss. I mean, these guys are just racking them up, Tony. They're good, man. <laughs> they're, they're, this is, I mean, the NBA this year seems to have, it feels like at least, there's more parity than ever before. And they're just more great players than right. ever before. They're spread out in the league, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Absolutely. You know, because, you know, it's, it's nice for, I mean, Van Fleet may not be a superstar, but I guarantee you the folks in Toronto enjoy watching him play on a nightly basis. Yeah, absolutely. And teams have to plan for when yeah. they play him because otherwise he'll go for 39 every single night. I mean, these guys, and, and he was, I remember him at Wichita State. He was a, a good player, but I didn't think he would ever evolve into something like this. Same Again, way I didn't think Joel Embiid would ever involve into even a, a good player we see, watching him it, at Kansas. Doesn't it feel like we see more of that now? Guys who are good players in college, you just but don't work, know. But work their tail. I mean, yeah, Kawhi falls into that. Kawhi, into, yeah, you're falls right. into Kawhi that category. Falls in there. Absolutely. He, these dudes who want to put the work in, man, uh, they get they, it pays dividends. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Because yeah. as Chris said, a, a guy like Van Fleet, who was a very good college player has turned himself into an impact player in the NBA, which is not an easy thing to do on, on a consistent basis. He's certainly done that. All right, uh, Scraby's ready to go with the Daily Gambit, so let's get to it. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Today, we will have some bets to make so that Chris can uh, have his competitive feel tonight while watching some of the games. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about San Diego State. We're also going to talk about two failed bets over the weekend that hurt me to even just read about it so we'll talk about all of that but first everybody please gamble responsibly yes these bets over the weekend are definite cautionary tales cautionary tales because we for always sure. tell the story of the guy that bets 500 grand and wins yeah yeah but we don't but talk we about don't that talk one. enough about the 500 grand bet that doesn't win you're right well this is a five hundred and forty thousand dollar bet that was put down at the caesar sportsbook mm. on the Where's tampa bay buccaneers plus three oh no in their game against the dallas Excuse cowboys me, did you say plus 33 no no I, i'm sure he wishes it was for he or she wishes that's what they it was Plus thirty three. That's yes. what they would have needed. Yeah. Uh, that that's a bad bet, and it happened. It happened right before the game too. So someone was feeling good about their Buccaneers. Yeah, they were. Somebody they had one had, too had, many. I was just getting ready one to say many cocktails. Jolly Rogers. It, it, Jolly yeah, Rogers. That was, <laughs> that was the only game that day. It was late, so that's you had right. a lot of time to build. And up. It was a holiday, and, and, and you know it's one of those bets too. You lost all, all weekend. weekend. Yep. It's yep. your last bet before you leave town. You're like, I'm gonna make all my money back. Couple, no, couple of those, uh, you're not. couple bourbon on the rocks, uh, and you're like, this is a great idea. 
How can I pick against Tom Brady right yeah. now? I wonder how yeah. far ahead of the game they uh, made this bet because that's uh, a good question. Vegas probably was able to call the NFL. The NFL called the Buccaneers, told them to make sure they did not win. They the tanked. Game. Yes. They tanked the game. Yeah, just for uh, this yeah. That, this is a definitely cautionary tale because. I don't know what this person was thinking when they bet this. That is a, obviously they have the money to bet it, but that is a bad bet right there. As it turned out, it turned yeah. I guess so I was betting Jacksonville plus two and a half. That looked like a pretty pathetic bet too for that about is true. three hours. Yeah, it certainly. And all of a it sudden, certainly, it turned into a win. It certainly looked like a terrible bet for the first what five out of six throws out of Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> yeah, hand. Right. Oh yes, it did. So, I couldn't believe. Yeah. Anyway, we talked crazy. about yesterday. The other bet that's a cautionary tale. It's actually not something where someone spent a bunch of money, but it's a heartbreaker because they put down two dollars. On all six of these guys to score a touchdown over the weekend. Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Dalton Schultz, and Dawson Knox. They put down $2 in this parlay paid plus $38,288,150. So this person on their $2 would have made $765,000. Now, five of those six scored a touchdown. Justin Jefferson originally had a touchdown on the field. Oh, but then it goodness. was called back because his knee was down by mm, a yard. This person lost right. $765,000 on a yard. Uh, so that, that How hurts. would you make that bet? I mean, how would you just look at these games and go, <laughs> so, Oh, well, yeah, this is the one. I'm going to haphazardly you, pick these six guys to score a touchdown. No, I get it. But on, if you if you think about it, those guys could easily score touchdowns. I know it's a And they could easily the, not score touchdowns. You're right. But the, the odds make me think that this bet is easier how much than he it put actually on? is. Two dollars, but oh, the odds yeah, were I mean, thirty-eight million. I, I can see when you when you put something like two dollars, two dollars on, you can go for the one with the craziest odds, and you know I, I can I can see that. I can't imagine watching but that, that one game. yard, boy. That would have gave me a that would have gave me a heart attack. I can't imagine because they still Dalton Schultz by that point it, on Monday night. So to and, get it and Dawson okay. Knox or not Dawson Knox, um, Jamar yeah, Chase, Jamar Chase. And so they, they didn't must have been really sick know. when they saw Jamar Chase and oh, then Dalton Schultz. <laughs> and then that Justin would have Jefferson won it for them. A yard yeah, short. Had the Jefferson Jefferson. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a good touchdown. Good. Dalton Schultz. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're watching that. You know you're watching that that Vikings game every single second of that game, and he's not scoring again. And no. that that feeling is worse than anything I can imagine. Too bad. All right. <laughs> Moving Too on bad. Don't to the bet. Aztecs tonight in about 15 feet of snow in Fort Collins, Colorado, according to weatherman Chris Ello. Colorado State is at home, as you know, because I just said there was snow. Yes, you did. Scrape. Uh, San Diego State is favored in this game by four and a half points. Yeah. I mean, I pick the Aztecs all the time anyway, but this one's really a gimme. I mean, you're getting a low number because the Aztecs coming off a loss. Colorado State's coming off a surprise overtime victory at UNLV. But their victory, I don't know if you guys heard about this, they were down by four with five seconds to play. And uh, Isaiah Stevens, the guard for Colorado State, hit a three-pointer. So that cut it down to one. UNLV inbounded, foul. UNLV went down to the other end, made two free throws. So it's back to a three-point lead. Colorado State threw the ball into half court. Isaiah Stevens... Threw the ball at the basket because there was somebody covering him over his head like a soccer throw in from half court and banked it in <laughs> and sent it into overtime. And that's how Colorado wow. State won that game. So I, I think the number is a little lower than it should be. 
I will. I feel good about the Aztecs bouncing back tonight. Tony? I, too, feel good about the Aztecs bouncing back tonight. I'm yeah. just going to say, indeed. boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some NBA bets. Luka Doncic, we were just talking about him. Over, under 53.5 points, rebounds, and assists combined against the Hawks tonight. Luka, Don- John- the Luka Doncic yep. has been having a really good year so oh, far. He's goodness. averaging like 30, 33 points a game, like eight rebounds, and what is seven the, assists. Uh, what are the numbers? 53 and a half points, rebounds, and assists combined. So if he has 30, Who are they playing? Hawks. Hawks. Yes. Yes, he says. Yes, he you know what's interesting this. about this, uh, this matchup? The Hawks. Dallas and Hawks. Atlanta. Do you know who originally drafted Luka Doncic? The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. Trey yes. Young. They traded him straight up for Trey Young. Tonight, Trey Young goes against Luka Doncic. Uh, Doncic, what did you say, 53? And a half. His average this year is 52 Yeah, in those three <laughs> categories. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's averaging 30, but I think he gets fired up to play the Hawks, who don't really play a lot of defense. Zero defense, okay. actually. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, so he figures to... Uh, let LeBron, LeBron come in on his birthday and... Drop a forty piece on him. So <laughs> if LeBron can do it, how does Doncic at the defensive end? I haven't. He doesn't play any defense. Doesn't play a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, I know Trey Young doesn't. I mean, that's why it's going to be such a good matchup because they're both going to be free to just Let's go do it. Do what go they want to do. Other. Sixty <laughs> right. points each, and they're both capable of it. hundred percent. So yeah, I say over two. All right, uh, LeBron. Or I'm going to go over two. Or indeed, LeBron James tonight against the Kings. Uh, over under for points in the game. This is higher than I thought, but they're saying thirty three and a half is the over under line for his points scored. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say under, just because that's a lot of points for anyone. Tony, mm-hmm. Tony, Tony. I'm going to say over. Over. All you know right. LeBron's, you know, averaging twenty nine, eight rebounds, seven assists. Has he slowed down at all? No. I My mean, goodness, you know he he's slowed down. To, but he he slowed down. He slowed down in the sense of he's not just blowing by guys. Now he's he's not blowing by you, but he's still bigger, stronger, and just bullies his way to the to the to the rack. And and he's a much better shooter than he used to be. So Man. what he's lost in first step, he still has in strength and now touch. I'll take him to go over yep. based oh, wow. on that recommendation. All right, I'm going to go under again. Now, you know what's going to Did he get bet twice? <laughs> no. The next two are not something we're going to pick on. They're just future odds for two players in the NFL and their next teams. Now, Lamar I'm Jackson, uh, next team odds. Jets are the leaders in the clubhouse at plus 250. Falcons are plus 350. And then it goes Raiders, Panthers, Patriots, Commandas, and Dolphins at plus 1,000, Chris. Yes, so they're way that's down I'm that getting list. Some money on, I'm going to get some money down. I think they oh. have a better chance of getting Lamar Jackson than they think. I think they got better than all those teams you I just named. I do, too. I mean, there's no way he's going to. Well, the Jets are a little bit into their rebuild. Yeah, yeah. So I'll say that that's they're a, on the way up for sure. a possibility. Falcons are miles away. Raiders, Raiders, I think, are more likely to get Brady. Yep. So Panthers I, would be a terrible place for Lamar. If Jackson. I'm Panthers Lamar, would be yeah, terrible. No. Patriots, Patriots, no way. Patriots are all set with what they're doing. Commanders, yeah. no way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Dolphins. I don't know that they can afford him. That's the one thing I don't know. But there's no way they can feel realistically comfortable with Tua next year, even though they say that they're comfortable. So I'm really I think rooting you, for that. I think you can. Both things can be true. You could be comfortable with Tua until, <laughs> until Lamar get, Jackson becomes available, yeah. and now boom. 
Yeah. We're no longer comfortable anymore. I would, I would, uh, I would jump on that in a heartbeat if I was Miami. All right, we'll keep an eye on Lamar Jackson. I like the Dolphins having better shot than everybody. Though. Yeah, me too. Me too. The teams, Jets, I think, may Jets have, are a good one. You could almost even franchise tag Lamar and then trade the Jets, and then they send Zach Wilson to Baltimore. And then and he becomes John Harbaugh's headache. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't see John Harbaugh signing off. No, on that. I don't see that either. Yeah. Uh, last one: Tom Brady's next team odds. The Buccaneers are the leaders uh, to return plus two hundred. Then I goes, disagree with that. Too. I do too. Raiders, Niners, Patriots, Dolphins, Patriots. Tom Brady is not going back to New England. That would be a doozy right there. Dolphins, <laughs> Giants, and the Jets. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I saw uh, Leftwich supposedly he's going to be fired. I read that somewhere. I, I, yeah, I did. Buccaneers uh, offensive I did see that as well. Right, so, I mean, does Tom really want to go back to a place There's where... There's no way he's going I don't, back. I don't see that. I really don't. I don't know what the Bucks are going to do at quarterback, but I I don't think this is where they're going to go. And I think the Raiders think the, make the most sense. You think the Bucks are happy? I mean, they got a Super Bowl out of it. Yeah, that was the whole intention, okay. right? Yeah. yeah, that was what they I, wanted. I would not feel bad for the Bucks. They got their Super Bowl, and they've had a you know, couple of years that haven't been as good, but I'll take one. I'll take one and then yep. struggle for a couple of years. All right, Chris, before you make your next bet, you have to check out BetQL. BetQL looks at every bet from every game to find you the best bets possible. BetQL has all the data and analytics you need to win more consistently. Football, basketball, pro and college games, it's all there. It's time to get better at betting. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app to get three days of BetQL access absolutely free. Um, All right. Nice job, Scrape. Thanks. Meanwhile... All right. Really? My okay. iPad is updating, so okay. I don't know where we're going next. <laughs> uh, there's a couple different directions we could go in. We could talk about the story behind Deion Sanders getting to the University of I thought of that was very interesting. Okay. Maybe we should delve into that a little bit. All right. I did find it interesting, too, because a former skier slash NFL slash alum. Is that the Bloom that they're talking about? The skier Jeremy that Bloom. He played football, too, yeah, right? He was a mogul skier, maybe? I remember That's him. Right. He was yeah. a wide receiver on the football team and he played an for the Olympian. Eagles. And an yeah. Olympian. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You guys, This is an interesting story. We'll get to it when we return. Before we get to break, though, here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, how did Deion Sanders get to uh, Colorado? We'll uh, discuss that uh, interesting story in just a second. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 325 is the time. I did want to update uh, some folks out there, the tennis fans that listen in. Uh, Rafael Nadal he go. Uh, fell in the second round of the Australian Open last night. American Mackenzie McDonald uh, pulled off the uh, victory uh, in straight sets over Nadal. 
And even in defeat, Tony Nadal went out like a champion. He clearly was injured. Yeah, he was hurt. Midway through that match, he hurt his hip. He could not run, and he could not hit a backhand. Other than that, he was fine to go. And instead of retiring, he fought through the rest of the match and ended up losing. I mean, there was no way he could win. If you were, I watched some of it. There was no way he could win. All the guy had to do was hit it like three feet out of his reach, right. and Nadal couldn't run to the ball. But Nadal said this, To be a defending champion here, I did not want to leave the court with a retirement. I tried until the end. Winning just was not possible, but I wanted to finish the match. I know this sounds a little pie in the sky, but here's Nadal again. Try your best to the end. That's the philosophy of sport. I tried to follow that during my tennis career. How about that? I know it's pie in the sky thinking in this day and age, but yeah, how about that? The guy just gave his best effort in a in a hopeless situation, still went out there and competed and played it to the end. You know, I, I just it's another thing to admire about Nadal. Yeah, it's a that clearly was a priority for him. Uh, if you watched any of the highlights, he I mean, he was fighting through it. Like, oh, he was hurting. He was hurt. Bad. It was some type of hip injury that he uh, he he ended up having in that match, and you know he could have very easily had just retired, walked it, called it, called it a night, walked into the back into the back locker room, but he chose to stick it out, and it didn't end. You know, in a magical performance, right? But there was some hope that he would like find that, some nah. miracle and pull it, out the match. It was but physically it just, impossible. It just wasn't possible. Yeah, but Nadal, in typical Nadal fashion, said, "I'm not going anywhere." You know, they always ask him, "But you're going to ask him about retirement every time he stubs his toe." He said, "I'll be back." I mean, don't <laughs> don't worry about me. As soon as I can get healthy again, I'll be back playing. Anyway, yeah, I wish there was more Nadal out there. You know, just quit, don't quit, fight to the bitter bitter end, even in a losing situation. All right, so what did Deion Sanders, how did he get to Colorado? Do you remember the name Jeremy Bloom? I do. He was a wide receiver at Colorado. Yes. And I believe also a U.S. Olympian skier of some sort. That's where, you know, what was the separator with him? He was a terrific uh, college football player. He was also an Olympian. Right uh, on the slopes, right, and so uh, he also is a huge Colorado supporter. Supporter, right? He went there, so, and, and okay. so as uh, as the AD Rick George began his search, he pretty much knew who he wanted to go after, um, and, and he wasn't alone in that. It sounds like TCU was in on this. It sounds like Georgia Tech was in in on, in on this in terms of. Trying to bring um, Georgia Tech would have made some sense. Right. It's in Atlanta. Right, where South Dion is pretty famous. South uh, South Florida was another team that was was hot on the tracks of uh, Coach Prime, as they like Coach to call. Coach Prime, him. yeah. Um, and so George and Bloom had a phone call, in, in which George asked Bloom uh, if he knew Dion at all. He didn't, but he knew some guys who did know um, Dion. Dion. Okay. So w- basically, what happened was. He ended up getting Steve Smith, who we see on the NFL Network quite often. Oh, the wide receiver, Steve Smith. Yes, Steve okay. Smith. Uh, Brandon Marshall, who was another wide receiver who was pretty close to Dion. Sean Merriman was another guy he, Merriman he, he brought in on, in on That's this. That's interesting because I didn't know where they connected, but apparently and, somewhere. And Myron Roll, who was a hmm. former college star and a friend of, uh, of Dion. 
Okay. He basically lined Bloom lines all four of these guys up almost in unison to then send a text message to um, to Dion to you know kind of put forth how serious Colorado was. Okay. Uh, and basically put him in, in contact with Rick George. And so that's how the conversation began. That got it clicking. That got it clicking. So fast forward to the press conference that we all saw. After that press conference, uh, Jeremy Bloom kind of finds his way to Dion and it begins to tell him the story. And, and Dion's like, oh, you're the reason why I'm here, ultimately. <laughs> uh, it was a pretty cool story to see, you know, what Rick George, the AD of Colorado, was was set out to come. Remember, Colorado has some history as being a top tier program. At they won one a point. national championship. That's right. Back, you got to go back thirty years, but they did win one in nineteen ninety one, I believe it was. Right. Um, that that um, was the year of the famous fifth down touchdown. That's right. That's if right. You remember that they beat Missouri. And they got five downs to score from inside the five-yard line. The officials honestly forgot what down it was, <laughs> and they got an extra play at the end that of the game. That was in the 30-for-30 30 30. they and go they over that. they beat Missouri, and they ended up winning the national championship that year. So, you know, I think Dion's going to do great at Colorado. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I, I don't know if he can go 10-2 and two right off the bat. But I don't think it's going to be long before he's competing, especially now that USC and UCLA are going to be leaving the Pac-12. I mean, that's going to open it up for Man, him. Tell me about and, uh, it. I, you know, I mean, the guy's the guy's connected, and he's a great salesman. I mean, is that not a good combination well, in college football in here's, this day and age? Here's what it it is. It's a great combination, and then you add the NL NIL, and you add the porter portal thing to it. Right. This is this place. This situation is primed. For no pun intended, <laughs> Coach Prime. Yeah. I mean, he, he talked about uh, a philosophy that he sees that he uses in terms of recruiting. Right? It's called the forty forty twenty model. Rosters made up of forty percent graduate transfers, forty percent undergraduate transfers, and twenty percent high school signees. And when you think about it, the way the rules are right now, it's really perfect to. It's the perfect way to kickstart a program or to get a program to prominence. Pretty quickly, you're getting experienced players. You're getting players that, obviously, with this portal being the way it is as it's constructed now, it's pretty much the wild, wild west. And so, uh, it yeah, d- who's going to win a scrum between <laughs> Deion Sanders, <laughs> right. and the coach of Washington State, or whatever it is? You but know, the thing that I, uh, it sounds like Rick George really uh, held on to was the fact that he loved the way that Coach Prime Dion was a a a coach of men. He is molding these people to be productive, not only on the football field, but off the football field. I think you heard Dion say there will be no hats. There will be no backward hats. Yep. Like he, it, it, you, It's a business. He's got their attention. Yeah, and so. Not bad for a guy with only eight toes. <laughs> right. Which, if, you, if you watch the uh, the uh, the special that he has, the, the show that he has. On Amazon on Prime. On Amazon Prime. The network named after him. <laughs> you will find out that, yeah, he was. It's close to losing a whole leg. Yeah. Yeah, that was an incredible story. All right, Deion Sanders at Colorado getting it done in the early going. We are getting it done, heading towards 6 o'clock this evening. When we come back, we are going to have a new Hall of Fame entrant into our Rate the Radio call segment. It's true. We'll tell you all about it. One of their favorite calls we have ever heard 
And I think you'll agree when you uh, stick around for more Gwen and Chris coming up. <laughs> yes, indeed. 3.39 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. Crisello. That's great. Got to rate the radio call coming your way. I guess before we do so, we should check a little traffic. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. From the really, really good. Back to the wall. It's gone. Home run derby. And there will be tomorrow. To the really, really bad. Burrow oh, right open. He throws. It's caught. <laughs> Nixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. That's a block oh, baby, from Chase. Baby. And runs it into the end. We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them. Right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The one-two pitch slider. Strike three call. And no hitter. On 97.3 The Fan. Rates the radio call. We're going to hear from uh, someone that you heard in that open right there because we have to hear the 98-yard fumble return for the Bengals. Bengals guy. Lost his mind. Bengals guy going to get into the uh, Rate the Radio Hall of Fame. He will. He will. Yeah. We're going to say that. He'll be the only member. He'll be the, the uh, only member. Correct. Rate the Radio Hall of Fame. It'll yes. be a one-person Hall of Fame, but and he'll be the guy. No one will ever top it. <laughs> no one's ever going to. It's very hard to top it because you got to have you got to have ninety-eight yards worth of running for him to make all the stupid comments true. that he made. Woo! <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. That, uh, unless there's a 105-yard return yeah, right. somewhere where he's got a little more. He's got at least a couple more yards to get a few more. Woo's in. Yes. <laughs> nice. I love when he yells nice. <laughs> it's so funny. funny. We're going to get to that at the end. But first, we're going to start with the NBA. And what we do here is I'm going to play a clip, a radio call from one of the sports, uh, one of the four major sports. And today it's going to be NBA, college basketball, and then NFL and Chris and Tony are going to rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. So, 76ers are playing the Jazz, and uh, the Sixers are down 117-116. Here is the final play of the game. Or maybe not the final play of the game, but the final basket of the game. Harden on the right side. Joel comes to screen. Ten seconds to go. Sixers down by one. He goes behind his back. And B with it. A step back fadeaway is up and good. And B gives the Sixers the lead. And Utah takes a timeout. What do you guys think about that one, Chris? You're going to go was first. Was that the Utah folks? Yeah, they only post the winners. On, so that on the was thing. the Philadelphia guy then. That was the Philadelphia guy talking about Joel Embiid's game-winning jumper. It sounded like a jumper that <laughs> gave a six-to-four lead in the first <laughs> right. quarter. <laughs> I, right? I mean, it wasn't even like it wasn't okay. even like it happened. Yeah. 
I, I got to go pretty low on that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not even using my usual rating points, which is usually to look at, you know, did he paint the picture right? Did he have a good call? Did he tell me where he was on the court? It was just so lackluster that I, I that I, I, I barely even heard it. So right, now, I'm going to give him a four. Yeah, that was. If the- that. That was the uh, Philly radio station yeah, that broadcast. That was not real good. No, not at all. Tony, one to ten. Yeah, rate that radio four. Call. Yeah, that's what Chris I mean, gave it. It, it was. It was uh, very. It was very lackluster. He won the game. I thought it was like the second quarter or something. They were going to call a timeout. This is just like okay, they got the lead. Nice fadeaway jumper. I don't know. May, maybe it's the hustle and bustle of the. Regular season, I just felt like there should have been more there. There should have been. A I, I definitely think there should have been a little bit Come more on. excitement there. A the guy barely even got his voice going. Now, now, the, the, did the Lakers play them on Monday night? Uh, it was Monday. I have night. the schedule right here. The schedule. The Lakers. No, the Lakers played them Sunday. Sunday. I can't even give him an excuse that he was a little tired from back to backs. Oh no, they <laughs> didn't play it back to back because they played Lakers Sunday. They played the Jazz on Saturday. Oh, so that was a debut. So that was the first game. It the was the first game. Yeah, You're right. No excuses. I can't give at him all. any excuses. We're yep. trying to find him excuses. Four. Four. All right. We're going to move on from that call. It's one of. We're going to move on from that call. It's one of. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, it, that might be that one, one like, of the put worst. Me to sleep. That, that was might, really poor. <laughs> that might be one of the worst we've heard on the show so far. Yeah. All right. Ca- uh, college basketball. Kansas State playing Kansas. Uh, apparently, Chris knows that th- this came down to the end, right? It went into overtime. Yeah, overtime game. Kansas State was up by one. I think Kansas had a chance for the last shot. Yep. And I think we're going to hear the Kansas State guy lose his mind. Correct. We're going to hear from Kansas State. So here it is. Desi gets it into Marquise Noel. Shot clock now at 20. Here comes K-State. There's the lob for Key. And he stuffs the ball. He got the stuff. Keontae Johnson now with 24. And K-State leads with 20 seconds to go. So well, that was the winning shot. That actually. was the winning shot. Yeah, so okay. moved it. Johnson dunk. It was a lob. Uh, they went for the lob, but they called timeout and set up a lob. Tony, from about half court, the guy lobbed it. and The guy stuffed it in. I mean, it was an incredible play for Kansas State. After the game, they stormed the court there, and uh, and didn't for, their coach get Kansas, up? Their coach went a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> he was feeling himself. He a little did. Bit. He was feeling himself after they won. Uh, the head coach Jerome Tang who is new at Kansas State. In fact, Bill Self, after the game, said that Tang needs to be the leading candidate for Coach of the Year in the nation. Uh, He's got a team in the top 20. Anyway, he grabbed the microphone, the PA microphone, as the fans were storming the court. (laughs) That's a dangerous thing to do. uh, I I thought he was going to tell everybody to get off the court or something. He riled them up even more and said, It is amazing (laughs) what you can accomplish when you do it out of a motive of love. Now, I told y'all, we'll get you one court storming. So that was their that court was storming. <laughs> and then he went on to say, but from here on out, expect us to win. Ah, so maybe this is a preemptive strike here and say, maybe. I don't stop know. storming the court. I'll give you this one, but I'll give ex- you this story. Expect court a, storming. Expect that this is going to happen. He, more maybe often. he didn't like, maybe, yeah, maybe he wants it to feel like if we win a game, you shouldn't Be, feel like yeah. you need to maybe. storm the court. Because that seems like a, a random spot to have that type of speech. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you get fined now for storming courts? And you all can. That stuff? I know that, right? Well, I mean, who he, are they going to find? Are they still trying to fish the uh, goalpost out of one of the uh, out of Tennessee <laughs> <River> <laughs> <in> Tennessee? <laughs> yes, I think they are. I think they are. 
Um, oh, all right, funny. let's go to the NFL. We're going to go to the Giants and the Vikings. This game was early. The Vikings were already up seven to nothing, and uh, Saquon's Barkley ended up taking one to the house. Rita in the right left slot goes in motion. Toss left for Barkley. Gets a block. Barkley to the twenty-five. Barkley to the left sideline to the ten to the five. Touchdown Giants. Saquon Barkley on a twenty-eight yard burst. It Tony, was a burst too. It was a burst. Tony, one to ten, rate that radio call. Give it a seven. A seven. Yeah, I like the toss to the left. I could see that. I saw the play, and he described it perfectly. He had some blockers out in front. He could have added a few more details, which would have raised it up in terms of uh, who was blocking out front. But um, Saquon is uh, is is not the running back you want to have some big blockers out in front. No. Because after they block who they're going to block, you're going to be left on an island to try to tackle that Head guy. Head steam. Yeah. And, and, and the Vikings defense wasn't having any part no, of it. No. Saquad's Barkley. Saquad's. Yeah. It's not a, doesn't look like a fun tackle. No. So what did I'm you gonna, give him? I gave him a seven. I'm going to give him a little higher. I'm going to give him an eight uh, because the giant radio guy called the right amount of excitement for an early game touchdown. Yeah. And, and I'm pointing this out. So that you, Scravey, can pass it along to your guy who on a 7 to nothing lead gives you touchdown San Francisco. It's just not in the first every quarter. touchdown just is not that important. I think those those touchdowns are important. All yes. right. I know You're talking do. about Greg Papa. Yeah, I am. I, I like Greg Papa too. But I used to like him when he did the Raiders because I works. don't like his touchdown call with the uh, with the Forty Nine ers. Touchdown Raiders. That one worked out a lot. That better. That did. It. it did work out a lot better. But you say eight. You say eight. I gave an eight for that uh, giant call. Very good. All right, let's go to the next one, which is going to be Bengals guy. Uh, now we all Hall know of fame. Hall of Fame. This is the the call that went to, is going into the Hall of Fame. The Bengals were tied seven to seven with the Ravens. Tyler Huntley had the ball like the one or two yard line. I think it was the one. He reached over to try to get the ball over the goal line, but the Bengals punched it away. And here was the call in all of its glory. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have Go the ball. Me. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens 40. Nice. The 30. Nice. The 20. Yeah. The 10. The Woo. 5. Touchdown. Bengals. You are a magic man. I, I counted 10 interruptions. And 10, 10 interruptions <laughs> from Dave Lapham there. At 98 yards gets you 10. Yeah, it's it's high time we stop calling him Bengals announcer. It's got to be Dave Lapham. Right. He's yeah. got to be a hero on this show. He's the first Hall of Famer in the Rate the Radio call. The opening segment features him in oh, all of baby. his interrupting oh. glory. And that, I mean, there's no better play in the history of football <laughs> for him to interrupt a guy. As you, what'd you say, ten times? Ten times. The the best one was when he paused for a minute and then went, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, it's like he is speaking for all of the fans. I think, I think, I that's, think that's his job. I, I'm try- I, I think that is where it is a uh, a likable thing. I is, think it's obviously gotten to the point. I mean, there's no question. That in Cincinnati and at the radio station that he works at, and where he's program director, or the Bengals themselves, have all decided that this is kind of what they want him to do. Right. Because if they didn't like it, there's no way it would be continuing on for as many years as it has. I would love to to go when when the Padres go to Cincinnati in June. 
Yeah. I'm gonna ask a couple randoms. Oh yes, there, like, please do. What do you? How, how do you feel? What's his name again? Uh, Dave, Dave Lapham. L A P H A M. I'm gonna ask him. How do you feel about Dave Lapham? Yeah. Is, is, is this? I is, hope he's is, a terrific guy. It seemed like he is. Oh, in yeah, the interview, him, yeah. it seemed like he's a terrific guy. But that yeah. doesn't mean it's everybody's cup of tea. But yeah. certainly, uh, 98 yards gives him free reign to. And for those who might have missed it, who have never heard Rate the Radio Call, can you play it again so that the people out there can focus only on the background and the color commentator so you get to enjoy this at its fullest? Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have <laughs> the ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens 40, nice. the 30, nice. the 20, <laughs> yeah. the 10, the Woo. 5. Touchdown, Bengals. <laughs> he, was fo- he was following up every time it was the 40. Nice. 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 <laughs> The 20. How about it? I wouldn't be surprised if he was uh, running around the booth, like with his finger I... in the air. <laughs> Woo! He's probably running in place because he's got to be in front of his mic. But if the if he had one of those wireless joints, oh, there's no doubt he would be up with the finger point. He'd be running with whoever's running down the field. That was hilarious. He's Dave, always hilarious. congratulations. With, you are our first Hall of it, Famer. It's funny, especially when you lock in on like solely his voice. Just listen for him. <laughs> that is entertaining. I have I have one more that I just looked up, but I wanted to hear the reaction of LA Chargers Radio after the Jaguars made their kick to win the game. So here is Matt Money Smith on the LA Chargers Radio in that game on Saturday. More timeouts left. This is the game. This is the season for one of these teams. 30 to 28. Snap. Kick is up. Kick is good. The Chargers are out of the playoffs. Pandemonium at TIAA Bank Stadium. This is going to be a long flight home, mm. a long off season, and absolutely inexplicable. There are no words to describe what we witnessed here tonight. The Chargers in complete control of this game at 27-0 somehow find a way to snatch defeat (laughs) from the hands of victory. So there you go. It's a 10 for me. No one ever practices their loss speech. No. That Man, is that exactly was really good. Is yeah. how it should go. That gets a because he kind of gave it to the organization well, a little it, bit. It, it, you know what was real about it is it sank in. Like the kick went up, he read through it, and then the anger started to kind of pour then he was in. Like, oh my I goodness, can't they did this. this. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, "What snatch." Snatched victory, victory from, from the, the jaws of defeat, or snatched defeat <laughs> from the jaws of victory. That's pretty amazing. I, I will tell you this: That's a I would not have said what he said uh, for fear that the organization might not be too happy with it. Yeah, um, his emotions are terrific. I'm giving him a ten as well because I, I really thought it was. But in terms of very job, well done. In terms of keeping his job, sure. In, in terms of job security, it's about a six. <laughs> you got to be, be careful that. with that. Yeah, it might be more than that because if I'm the organization. I don't know that I want him, you know, making it seem so lopsidedly bad. Well, it was. I mean, it kind of was. It was. You I think it was. That. He was described. That's why I'm giving him a 10. I think, I think he, he was right on, right on the spot. I think he gets some grace from the organization because of how they lost that game. And, and particularly in L.A., they don't want uh, – the folks listening don't necessarily want 
you to say anything other than exactly what oh, he yeah. said. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was raw, uncut. I agree with Chris. I probably wouldn't have gone that route myself. But uh, this organization is terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they can't that's, believe it. That's the only thing they left out. <laughs> they charge it again. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, Chris, you talked about the guy doing the overhead. Inexplicable. Inexplicable. The overhead shot at yeah. the at Isaiah the, Stevens okay, from Colorado I, State. I just found that one as well. So uh, Colorado State down 67 to 70, 2.9 seconds left. Colorado State inbounding the ball. Down by three. Rivera looking to get it in. Fires deep down the court. Got it to Stevens. Stevens going to fire up a triple. Banks it in! He banks it in at the buzzer! And we are headed to overtime in Las Vegas! That was Brian Roth for Colorado State First Radio. of all, I think I, I know Brian Roth, so I don't want to overly <laughs> critical. But Brian, there was no description of how, what kind of three-point shot nah, it was. We didn't even know he threw he it threw up a triple. He threw he up a triple. He just threw up a triple and it went in. So, yeah, you kind of, you didn't totally take advantage of that that moment. All right, that's it for Wraith Radio Call, guys. Very good. We have a new Hall of Fame inductee. We Maybe do. we should make that a monthly <laughs> a goal of ours to add somebody into the Hall of Fame. I'm sure so we that, can do that. So that Dave Lapham doesn't feel lonely. Oh, he definitely does. You know he does. When that guy get when that person gets into the Hall of Fame, he's just going to say, Woo! As they join him next. Nice. Nice. Woo-hoo-hoo! Hey, hey! <laughs> Boom, bang! <laughs> Go! Go! Break time. I think we're waiting for you, Tony. Is it me? Oh, yeah, it is you. Go! Or Quinn and Chris on the way. Chris versus the fans. Yes, indeed. 833-288-0973. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 